0: Hi, Dr. Randy. Yes, Dr. Randy. Hello, Randy. Hi, Randy. Hi, Dr. Randy. I
1: have a specific question. My question is... My question to Dr. Randy is...
2: Hi, I have a question about... Ah, about what? Today, open phones, Dr. Randy, along with the entire Intentional Living radio team here, Jennifer and Gino on Facebook, and uh, Stephen, our uh, senior producer, taking your calls at triple eight 1717 We're going to open the phone lines right now for you. If you have a question, something going on, a decision you're trying to make, an issue that you're facing, and you'd like to have that one thing that we talk about in Intentional Living, making a decision and one thing every day for 30 days. I want to help you think through what one thing could you do uh, should you be thinking about? Maybe, I'm going to ask some questions. if God's given me any gift at all, I drive people nuts with questions. And so I can ask you some questions to help you think through because questions are clarifying, life-changing. The right question at the right time uh, from the right people can change your life. And maybe I can play a little role in that today here from our Intentional Living Center. So if you have a question for me, give me a call, 888-888-1717, 888 1717 We've got some fascinating questions that have come in on our, on our comment line, and they get backed up. I don't get to them as often as I should. So I told the team, uh, let's uh, share some of these questions that have been coming in. We'll We'll fit those in as well. Uh, as your live questions come in um, alongside at 888 888 uh, live here today from our Intentional Living Center. Let's get started. This is a really fascinating question. I want you to listen carefully because this one, uh, well, it kind of caught me off guard. Maybe you two take a listen. Hey, yes, sir. Um, I
3: have a question. You know, the Bible says not to be unequally yoked. And we were actually equally yoked when we first got married. Since then, uh, we've been married 20 years. I lost my faith about four years ago. I'm no longer a believer. And that has really caused some issues between my wife and I. I kept my integrity, never had any problem with that. Didn't, you know, decide to be a, an adulterer or thief or any of that. But I am atheist. And I go to church with them. It's just the constantly feel like I have to be a part of that anymore causes us grief. My name's Chuck, and if you have a way that we could just live at peace with each other,
2: thank you. Yeah, okay, listen, Chuck, I... I have to admit, I was I was set up, I was listening to your call, and I thought you were going to say, you know, my spouse is an unbeliever and how do I should I live with the person? But then you say, no, I'm the unbeliever. I've lost my faith, and now I'm an atheist. Um, I rejected my faith. I want to just say a couple things to you, man. Uh, I, I'm not sure I believe that. I, I believe that God is still talking to you, working in your life. I don't know what it is in your life. I don't know who hurt you. I don't know what was done or said or caused you. Uh, to move in that direction in your life, but we're going to pray for you. We got people right now praying for Chuck. But uh, secondly, I want to say I, I respect the fact that you have said with honor, I'm in this marriage. I'm not out fooling around. I'm not living this quote life that says I'm rejecting God. I'm going to reject my family and my values. You're still maintaining uh, your values. And so we're going to pray for you and really, really ask that God through the Holy Spirit would convict you, not only of um, what you're experiencing, but that he would come alongside and you would experience his intentional love for your life. Life is brief. If you've been hurt by people, especially people in church, who can sometimes be, come on now, Christians, we can be jerk-like sometimes. um, I'm sorry about that. If you've been hurt by the church, I'm sorry about that. But don't reject your faith. Don't walk away from your faith because of people. And so we'll be praying for you, Chuck. But your question, let me turn the attention now to every Christian brother and sister listening to me who is married to a person who is a non-believer. You are not the Holy Spirit. It is not your job to convince them or convict them of their sin and need to come back or need to come to Christ. In fact, the scripture tells us in Corinthians that if you are married to a non believer and they're willing to be in this marriage with you, stay there. It's not an excuse or a reason to bail out of a marriage. Now, does it create complexion or, uh, complexity? Absolutely. Is it going to be difficult? Yes. Can it be hurtful? Yes. That's why it's in the Bible. Don't be unequally yoked together with a non believer. Why? Because it's a big deal. But if you are, It's also a big deal to say, how do I handle this? I would encourage you, if you're married to a non-believer, don't play the role of the Holy Spirit. Don't uh, shame or blame or criticize them because they don't want to be interested in uh, the things that are important to you. I know that hurts, but it's not your job. Um, You need to love them. In Jesus' name, the scripture says, to the extent possible, live at peace with all people. Okay? And Chuck, my friend, I am, you know, listen, I'm glad you're listening. Uh, we love you. And listen, having a doubt, no problem, that happens. Uh, but but don't write your faith off because of, what well, I don't know, whatever it was that caused you. Because I'll tell you, there's lots of reasons that, that humanly speaking, you could do that. All right. We got some more questions um, from our comment line I'll get to, but let's get to the calls coming in live. Uh, go first here to Tennessee. Uh, is, it, is it Guy or G? How do, How do I pronounce your name correctly? It's Gia. Gia. All right. Well, welcome to the program, Gia. What's your question for me?
0: My question is, um, if you're in class or doing something in Bible study and somebody gets in trouble, sometimes I feel guilty for them and think that like, it's my fault.
2: Yeah. Even what though should it, I do? Even though it's not your fault, is it? Hmm? No, it's not your fault though, is it? You just feel that way.
0: I feel that way. Cause sometimes either it's, I, either I accidentally bumped into them and they started talking and they got in trouble or, and sometimes I just feel very guilty.
2: Uh-huh. And that happens a lot in your life?
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, we we talk about uh, sometimes, and it starts when we're young, like uh, like you are, Gia, that um, for some reason, some of us get that feeling like we're responsible for when it rains out today. You know? Uh, we're responsible for what's going on in the world, or we're responsible, which just... Uh, I think some of us are just wired that way, and then maybe we're living in a, an environment where that gets uh, accentuated a lot. Um, but the fact that you can answer ask that question, G, I think is really important. I, would, I just would encourage you, um, the Bible tells us that we are to tell ourselves the truth. In fact, it uses this term uh, in Ephesians, where we're be, to be renewed in the spirit of our minds in other words we're really to be renewed have our have our minds stimulated with the truth and in fact there's another passage in scripture gia that says we are to take captive every thought out of obedience to Christ and so here's what i encourage you to do when you find yourself saying something you know i mean you feel it we got to challenge our feelings and we got to ask ourselves this one question. Here's one thing you can do, Gia. The next time that happens, maybe you bump someone in the hallway and then they say something and then you think they get in trouble and then you feel responsible. Ask yourself the question Am I truly responsible for this? And I bet what's going to happen is you're going to say, Well, not really, but that's how I feel. And what we have to do, we have to let our thinking be stronger than our feelings and let our thinking start to control our feelings and not the other way around. In other words, we tell ourselves the truth. And when we do that, uh, that gives us more freedom in our life. Now, on the other hand, if we feel something and we say, is that true? Did I really do that? And the answer is yes. If it's true, then we need to go and apologize or deal with it or take responsibility. Does that make sense, Gia?
0: Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Thank
2: you. Okay, you're very welcome. Now, where where do you live? What city do you live in in Tennessee, Gia?
0: Um, I live in Chattanooga.
2: That is a beautiful city, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very. Well, I'm glad you're listening today. Thank you for your call.
0: You Thank you. Yeah. Have a blessed day.
2: All right, we will. Hey, listen, if we can get our thinking straight when we're younger, you know, you ever have problems with that, Jennifer? Do you ever get, I mean, I don't think we're quite as young as Gia, but No. do you ever get your thinking messed up?
4: A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I worry about people's feelings and a lot of times I'll take on, um, well, kind of like Gia, you know, you think that maybe you have a hand in ha- making somebody else feel bad or angry or, you yeah. know, whatever the case, but, um, I think Gia is very wise beyond her years Mm -hmm. for asking that question at such a young age. Yeah,
2: get it resolved when you're young and you'll be better when you're older. All right. Thank you, Gia. Appreciate it. Uh, We're just taking questions today. Line is open, Triple eight, Let's take a quick break. We'll be back. Victor, hang on. We'll try to get to some other calls and also some of our comment questions as well. Don't go away.
4: This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Are you overwhelmed by the uncertainty of life? For many, uncertainty can lead to fear and unhealthy life habits. In Dr. Randy's teaching, Intentional Living When You're Sick and Tired, you'll learn about the Apostle Paul's work with the church that exhausted and overwhelmed him and his commitment to walk by faith. When you give right now, we'll send you this teaching and we'll toss in God Hears and Answers, a book by Dr. Randy on developing a vibrant prayer life that will grow your faith and confidence in God during times of uncertainty we'll email you this month's exclusive teaching and other intentional living tools each month to receive the teaching and the book call 888 1717 today or visit the intentionallife.com that's the intentionallife.com
2: and you know what i hope you'll do that uh, god hears and answers prayer it's a neat little book uh, that you'll enjoy how prayer empowers your relationships and then of course uh, the monthly mentoring a class that comes to you by uh, email, both video and audio, and some of you still by CD, you can join us in your monthly support. And your monthly support is keeping all this going and allowing us to share this truth online, uh, through our podcast, through our events, through our radio broadcast, here and around the world. And so thank you for your support. And as Kurt said, go to theintentionallife.com. You can click on the Donate icon or call anytime during West Coast Business Hours, uh, to the same number here, 888 You press number two, and one of our friendly staff should be answering your call. They should be answering, because they're all friendly. Do we have any grumps up there at all? I don't think so. <laughs> if they do, you tell them, hey, Dr. Randy said you'd be nice to me. So, 888 uh, 1717 and uh, press number two. I'll tell you what, we're going to get to your calls on the phone here. Hang on, Victor and Renee and others. But let's take another call that came in on the the uh, uh, comment line that we, we have here with a, another interesting question. Take a listen.
1: Hi, I've been listening to your show, and Dr. Carlson mentioned that the weak link in a relationship is usually the weaker person who controls it or something like that. Um, why is that? I was just curious of why that was. So anyway, I appreciate your
2: program. Thank you. That's a really good question, actually. You know, a weak link is kind of a word picture. You take a weak link and you put a lot of pressure on it. It's going to break at that weak point. And sometimes that can be catastrophic. And so in a relationship, that word picture of a weak link is the person who's the weakest. What I mean, emotionally the weakest, um, let's face it, even physically, maybe maybe you think about it for a moment. Let's just use a, a real clear example. You've got a big physical task that you're trying to accomplish, and it's going to require each of you to really bear down with a lot of strength to make it happen. Isn't it true that the person who's the physically the weakest could be the greatest threat to being able to finish that uh, for any number of reasons? They're injured, or they, they pause, or you need to help them, and so on. Now, if you bring that into relationships, emotionally and otherwise... Uh, Here you are trying to build a great marriage, a great family, a great business, whatever it is. And the weakest person in that group causes you to walk on eggshells. You never feel settled. Maybe there's games being played in the relationship. There's a lack of confidence. And so after a while, the whole group has to dance around that one person. And so when, when I make the statement that the weakest person in a relationship controls the relationship uh, it's just a word picture it's just a reminder uh, for ourselves it's not so much to focus on the weak person but to say am i the weakest person in this relationship spiritually and otherwise and then uh, what am i going to do about it okay uh let me see let's go to victor in kansas victor thanks for waiting Uh, appreciate your call what's your question today
1: uh, how you doing my name is Good. Victor like I said you can say'm Victor and um, I have a question to be mm-hmm. honest I started a new life over here in Kansas City and i w- I wanted to know I wanted to know if I'm moving right because to be honest I was choking a glass of water like my wife said and um I wanted to ask Jesus to help me out you know what I mean I asked him to to help me out I didn't know uh so basically I was I was uh drowning in, uh, in a glass of water Mm, what? And, um, what, what, and, uh, what do you mean? I got Jesus for our direction because, uh, so, uh, I mean, we all have Jesus in our heart when young. You know, grandmothers or whoever places in our heart, and do we listen now? What? I ask him, please, Lord, I'm drowning. I'm drowning. Help me out and show me. I believe that I drove to Kansas City. I had okay. to stop by a couple of states, but I drove to Kansas City starting in the beginning, and my family's in Florida. And but I know I right here. There's jobs. There's a lot of opportunities. There. I could do better housing. I could restart all over again. I could come them. Uh-huh. I could bring them here.
2: All right. So um, my well, wife, well, you know, so you moved. Teachers. there. let, let me ask you a couple of questions, Victor. You moved to Kansas City to to get away from some hurt and pain and things in the past.
1: No, I will, my, to be honest, yeah, in a way, I actually I was driving my cousin down here, and um, I decided to be honest to um, like I was saying I was choking, and I decided to start a new beginning in Kansas City because I got here and all I saw was love. I saw love. I see. I saw uh-huh. the Lord. So are you questioning what your decision?
2: Are you questioning your decision? I'm not
1: questioning my decision. I'm questioning. To be honest, you, you might be right. You might be right. You might be, you know what I mean? You might be right. I might be questioning. I mean, I can't question the Lord. I can't do that. I cannot do mm-hmm. that because...
2: Do you have a support that's something, system? That's a no-no for in our book. Do you have the, Do you have support there in Kansas for yourself? Support? To people. To be honest, I, I
1: don't. I'm working. I'm working. We're doing construction. It's four of us, to be honest, with my cousin and uh, mm-hmm. two other uh, brothers. And uh, and uh, we we're working construction, and we're actually staying in an American motel over here. Mm-hmm. It's called American Motel. Because uh, we were in an apartment that the, one of the cousins uh, rented out. But at the end, he didn't pay the last month, so they kicked us out last, yeah, about yeah, two days ago.
2: That'll happen. Uh, hey, listen, just a couple things, Victor, as I'm listening to you. I, what I hear is a... Um, you know, a lot of uncertainty, a lack of clarity, um, a lack of confidence. Maybe in the decision. Maybe reacting to the moment. I don't know what it means. You feel like you were drowning, but whatever. Whatever that is. Here's what I encourage you to do because we're all about. We're, we're all about what do I do next? What's the, what's the one thing I can do right now to get started? Um, I I can't think about two weeks or five weeks from now. I can think about today. What one thing could I do? Here's what I encourage you to do. I would encourage you because here you are kind of there with uh, four guys and you're doing construction and um, you kind of like it there, but you're not sure what's going on. I would encourage you to get plugged in to a Christian community there in a local church and uh, find a church that's really teaching the Bible. It's got some things going on uh, in a positive way. And uh, I mean, I'm talking about right now this week, maybe prayer, maybe a prayer session this week or some group and find out, get plugged into a local church And then get around some guys that can help you think this stuff through. Uh, Because, you know, you're talking about, should I be here? What does that mean? And what's God teaching me? This is what I hear. And you're going to do that more in community than you are by yourself in a hotel, a cheap hotel down the street. And so I would encourage you, your one thing this week, one assignment, get plugged into a local church. Get plugged into a local church um, or with some Christian men that can help you start to think through what's going on in your life. Hold you accountable. We need that. The fact that you called me, um, I respect that, and I, and I appreciate it a lot. Okay? Thank you for your call. Uh, let me go to Renee next in Arizona. Yes. Hi there. Hi. Hi there. Appreciate your call. What's your question?
3: God bless you, Randy. He has. Thank you. I have a situation where I'm having to move. Mm-hmm. And there's no housing available with my income. Okay. But the question is I'm moving in with my daughter and her husband, uh-huh. which are, they have a tumultuous relationship, mm-hmm. and twin granddaughters that are two years old. Mm-hmm. They're a blessing from God. I am, he's a non believer, mm-hmm. and he's, uh, I don't want to be the catalyst to cause them to have a divorce during this time that I'm moving in with them.
2: Is that and what you're hearing? Is that what you're sensing? Is that what you're feeling from your daughter? Are you going to put stress on their marriage? Yes. Okay.
3: And I'm not, I'm not an instigator. I don't cause any problems. I support them both. I think they both have their own ideas, and I'm not sure. I just, I guess I need prayer, mm-hmm. and I need, I need a... Well, you,
2: you need a room, too. You need a place to live. I do. Now, let me ask this, yes, Renee. If you were to move in there, and you said their marriage is tumultuous, and you were there for two months, three months, six months, and all of a sudden they got a divorce, how would you feel?
3: Well, I, I don't think it would be my my fault. Okay. I just feel like I I need to find a church in the area where she lives,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and and get involved with something other than
2: is there is it a different state out. different place no it's okay it's local all right so let me ask this renee um can you picture yourself living in the house six months from now looking back and saying this was a good decision or a bad decision
3: i think it would be a blessing a good decision um yet once a child leaves its home did they? they did they both invite you to come in no, not both of them. My daughter made the decision.
2: And what about your son-in-law?
3: I haven't talked to him yet.
2: Should mm-hmm. I? Uh, yeah. I think what I, again, we're talking about one thing here. What, what, I, would, what I hear, Renee, is this. I think it would be a blessing to be around my grandkids. I think I could be a help, maybe take some stress off helping with the kids. You know, it's kind of what I hear. I hear your daughter saying, come on in. We'd love, you know, I'd love to have you be here. At least we're, we're willing to have you be here but you're not clear with your son-in-law. Here's one thing I would do. I would just sit down with both of them and just say, I love you both. I love the grandkids, but I don't want to do anything, anything that would be a a stress on your marriage. If I come, I want to be a help. I want to be an encouragement. I appreciate it. What do you both think? I'd want to hear from both of them. And if your son-in-law would say, nope, I don't want you here, then um, I think in, in your own heart, you're not going to feel comfortable with that. Now, what, what other resources are available? You just said it. Get plugged into a church. Go talk to the church. Maybe there's a, a place where there's some other ladies that say, hey, we got some space in our home. We'd love to have you be a part of it. You could rent a room, be a part of a Christian group. and I mean, there's, there's resources available in a big state like Arizona that can take care of probably your needs. But if your heart is being drawn to take advantage of this and being with your daughter— or being closer to your daughter and your grandkids, then I would want to get a clear light uh, from my, uh, my son-in-law in this case. Um, it doesn't mean he's going to be overly excited, but is he open to it? And maybe have some ground rules that you put in print that say, here's how it would work, and uh, we'll review it in 90 days, and if it's not working, I'll move out, uh, and so on. But, uh, yeah, communication is going to be a lot better than no communication. Okay? All right, thank you, Renee. I hope that helps. Let's pray for Renee. Pray she finds a spot and makes a decision. Let us know. Talking intentional living, the next right thing. And Paul's one thing, and here it is for those of us who are feeling sick and tired Paul was sick and tired. He was weary. And he had one focus. He was committed. Here's what it says. He was committed with one thing to walk by faith and not by sight that's a hard thing to do isn't it listen to what he says here for we walk by faith not by sight we are confident yes well pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the lord therefore whether present or absent to be well pleasing to him an excerpt from the uh Intentional Living lesson this month on intentional living when you're feeling sick and tired in life, feeling sick and tired, overwhelmed. Um, that's going out, or has gone out actually, at this point in the month to our members all around the country by email and CD. If you're not a member, come and join us. Again, God Hears and Answers prayers. an additional book for new members who are joining us today. Just go to TheIntentionalLife.com, TheIntentionalLife.com. And I want to say in advance, thank you for your support. A lot of places you can put your support. Thank you for being a part of something that I think now more than ever is needed to help people decide in a way that brings glory to God, benefit to those that we love for his honor and glory. I got one minute. Jennifer says I got one minute and then I'm out of here. Uh, We're going to open the phone lines again right now because we're staying here to record uh, a program that's going to air later this week. Open phones, so I just say again, you got a question, something, a decision you're trying to make, an issue you're facing, a challenge, and you're looking for one thing or some questions that I can ask, we're going to take it first come, first serve right now as the phone lines reopen at 888 1717 888 1717 okay? Uh, and then lastly, the we, we've got a marriage conference coming up, Intentional Love Marriage Date Night. Uh, in Michigan, at the Jackson Nazarene Church, Jackson Naz, and then in Mount Pleasant, at the Community Church in Mount Pleasant, on Friday night, that'll be April 20 and 21. 20 in Jackson, April 21, Friday night, in Mount Pleasant. And I've been a bad boy because I'm technically not supposed to be mentioning this till next week is when we officially open registration. Well, I mentioned it a couple times already, and they just put the uh, the uh, order window open online and the report i got yesterday is in mount pleasant we're almost 30 percent full <laughs> and so if you uh if you want to come and join us we'd love to have you do that um and I, I say to our members as well um love to see you there to be a part of this so you can check it out uh, at the intentionallife.com the click on events events And you should see popping up the uh, intentional love marriage date night, a couple hours. I'm going to be teaching, get to meet you. We're going to have resources there, uh, giveaways. Uh, I think my wife Donna's going to be with me as well, which is the bright point of the whole night, frankly, um, if she is. And so check that out. Jackson Nazarene Church, Jackson, Michigan, April 20th, Thursday night, Friday night, 21st in Mount Pleasant. Again, at TheIntentionalLife.com. Okay, phone lines are reopened. Calls are coming in. We'll get to your questions, something you're facing. Love to talk to you. Dr. Randy here at 888-888-1717. Uh, back again tomorrow. I think we're talking marriage tomorrow. Taking some calls on marriage. We'll see you then, right here, live from our Intentional Living studio. Have a great day.